Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Players Argo and McCuston gains. 12 and 1 season for them. 13 0 for Bigelow. They've got the ball now. Taking over the 43 yard line. This first carry goes up the middle. Nice job by EPC. It goes nowhere. Be second down and ten. Well, one, th- one thing we got to remember was we got all the way through the first half, and we were kind of wondering has EPC got anything? And in one play, they changed the game. So you know, same deal here. They're they're a play away from being right back in this thing. They just got to hang with it. Newmeyer's in the shotgun. He's got three touchdown passes today. One to Tipton, one to Hobbs, and also one to Platt. Shotgun snaps taken. Newmeyer back to pass. Tries to find a man in the flat. What a catch. It's hauled in. That ball's on the turf. They're going to say he was down. That catch was hauled in by Easton Platt. That was just his second catch of the day. And he kind of used one hand to hook it in, then secured it. Good tackle coming from behind. He's the second Bigelow receiver to do that today. Just (laughs) reach up and bat it to himself. That was Michael Collins who tracked him down and actually only got two yards out of that. So we're going to have a challenge here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be East Poinsett challenging the rule on the field. It, uh, interesting, trouble. interesting uh, how they went about that. I wonder if they saw that on the screen upstairs. They, they're all, they've all got headsets on, so obviously they've got coaches up here in the booth. So maybe they saw that. This is going to be this is big right here. If they can get this he's ball down, out, it looks like. Yeah, it definitely is interesting because I mean the the official was, was that the back judge. He he saw it immediately. I mean he called it exactly immediately. Yeah, I'm borrowing the PBS monitors over here from our, my. Uh, our Buzz colleagues, Wes Moore and R.J. Hawk, who you will hear later today on the uh, the next broadcast. But, yeah, this, this challenge, I don't think it's going to go very well for him. I mean, it, it felt like he was down, too, even from our view up top. But we'll see referees conversing. This is the first challenge of the state finals in 2023. We thought we might have one last night on a fumble towards the, I'll put it in air quotes, sideline. In the eight-man game, the fake sideline because of the rain. Uh, that would have been a tough one to get overturned, though, because of the lack of a sideline with the lines coming off. Uh, but, yeah, this is the first. So they're going to say, yeah, it's going to stay stay here. And interesting spot to challenge, too, because it it's a third and long. Now, I understand the, a punt, if you did get a stop, would put you pretty far back in your own territory. So field position's big, but still, you got them in third and long right now. So situationally, I might have kept that timeout. But it'll be a third and eight, 10.44 to go. Ball is on the Bigelow 45. The Panthers have it. Working right to left across your radio dial. Newmeyer's in the shotgun. He's got three wide receivers to his right. Alexander, the running back, is to his left. The man goes in motion. That's Tipton. He looks for him. Throws it in the flat. Tipton's got it. He's going to be stacked up. He's going to lose three yards. And so, great job. East Point sets defense has responded. Really, everything that's been pretty close to the line of scrimmage today has done a good job. It's yeah, just been a couple of explosive th- plays. Th- that have hurt I think them. right there. I think what they're setting up right there is, is, is you know, you used to run the bubble, the bubble, then you're in the bubble and go. And and so this is a little bit different. It's just it's a quick out right there. But I think what they're going to do is set up, pump fake it, maybe go deep here in just a minute. Fourth down and eleven, under ten to play. Snap is high. Newmeyer gets it away. It's another nice punt. He has been, well, it's, it's nice, maybe a strong word. It heads out of bounds. Tough to tell where it was going to go from this angle, but he's got a pretty good leg on him. You mentioned he's not a small guy. Well, I, I'll say that, you know, we, we talked about it when we broke was, you know, you're running out of possessions here. Right. You, you've got to force the issue, and I think right there you you got to go try to block that punt. I mean, he's so tight to the line of scrimmage. We talked about Closer than seven? Is that what we said? We, yeah. we think he's closer than seven yards. Yeah. you got to go take a shot at that. I think that's maybe. Both of these coaches have done a really good job of adjusting, I feel like. That's probably about the only thing that EPC hasn't seen. Right. So you'll see now EPC work left to right. Shotgun is Argo. He's got a receiver to his left, one to his right. Running back is Gaines. He's going to take the snap and 
Hand it off to Gaines, who will try to get towards the 30-yard line. He stopped a yard short. He needs the 37 for a first down. And you probably need to pick the pace up because you're probably going to get it maybe two more times after this. Maybe. UPC has been good with getting the stops, forcing negative plays. Argo, shotgun. Over to McCusson. He's got it out on the outside. He's going to get his way across the first down line, but then kind of came back. We'll see if they give him the spot. Forward progress took him across the line, but he almost kind of sat back at the end. Looks like he is going to get a first down. So they'll give him forward progress up to the 37-yard line. They finally got him the right. Well, I mean, he's, 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 they're throwing it to the short side. They're throwing the short side of the field. He's on the short side right now. They can get it to him quicker. And now running play up the middle. He begins again. He gets two yards maybe. Omar McCuston, two catches today for 44 yards. Argo is 12 for 21 for 107. Excuse me, that's going to be the third catch of the end score. He had 3 for 52 for McCuston. Argo's 13 for 22 for 115. Here comes the run to the inside. It's going to go for plenty of yardage for the first down as it's a nice carry. Play once again looks like the quarterback's going to take it, then can hand it off to the inside. That was D. Buchanan coming across the formation. Yeah, that looked really good. Well, yeah, yeah, just going back across, counter, reverse. And back to the short side. They had him outnumbered to that side, so it's a good-looking play. 8.18 to go. First and 10 from their own 48. This time it's Gaines again. He's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. So it's been... They just have not got that big play all day. They just have not... Other than that... That's, that's, right. That's They've been the only one. And they had been, and Custom did have a really nice reception, but it, I right. see your point. It's yeah. just like so many steps forward and then backwards. Seven fifty four to go. They throw it outside again to McCuston. He's got one on one with Bennett Wilson. And he gets the first down. Wilson drags him out. It's almost I would almost keep running that into yeah. <laughs> well, I would make him tackle in space, coach. Here's the deal. They're going to the short side, so he is literally catching the snap and throwing it out there to him and it's just easy stuff. And they're not you know, there's nobody playing behind the corner. There's no help back there for him. And they flipped Bennett Wilson to the opposite side of the formation. Now they're going to put Tipton back on McCuston. Gaines, he's going to push his way to the 36-yard line, it looks like, 37-yard line. So the clock continues to roll. 7.35 and counting here. 20-8 to eight is our score. But I would continue to play on this hash because they played on that hash the whole time. They got the counter back the other way. That was good. And they got the quicks. EPC is on the move. Argo's going to keep it himself. He gets himself up to the 34-yard line. And now stoppage in play. As Looks like there's a, a hat. Drew Argo's hat is on the turf. Excuse me, Cooper Argo. He's on the turf. So they have to bring in. Looks like they're going to bring in the younger Gaines. Yep, young Gaines is going to have to nope, run back. No, Custon is going. No, nope, who is that going back there? They're going to put Real. Okay. So Real yep. is going to be the quarterback of this play. He'll be in the backfield with the older Gaines, the Gaines of the Dennis variety. Younger Gaines is on the right side. They're going to give it to Gaines. He goes up the middle. He'll push his way across the 30-yard line, and so he'll have another first down. 6.50 and counting here. So the movement's good, but Coach said they might get it two more times. They, they're hoping to get it one more time at this it, point this now. This is pretty much yeah. must-score. Yeah. Yeah. It's a must-score situation. First and 10 from the 30-yard line. Argo's got it. Look for, looking for McCuskey. Throws it deep. He's got him. That's in the end zone. Touchdown. He hauled it in. Bobbled it first, then collected it. McCuston gets the big play. EPC gets the touchdown, and they're back within one. He said it, Score. Folks. There's no doubt about it. I mean, anytime that, that ball is right there with him. Very good arch on that ball, but the way that McCuston, it really just fell right into his hands. I, I, I committed the sin of all broadcasting sins. I ran in front of my guy as he was calling his touchdown pass. Well, I, also I apologize. Said, I said they were within one, and then I had to make sure I corrected it. I, I acted like I was sitting here up there with my guys. Ah, it's six. Man, I, I, I stepped on RJ right there. I promise you it can't be any worse than <laughs> mine stepping over RJ. Two-point conversion here, and it's blown dead. 
So twenty to fourteen, by the way, is the score, which makes this conversion obviously you know pretty important. So this play is under review. The situation is this: the, the ball is thrown to the back of the end zone. McCuston looked like he had it. He bobbled it, and then to us, it looked like he collected it, rolled over, and made the catch in bed. When we use the word review, everybody at home is thinking, well, God, they've got eight monitors, and they've got 25 cameras, and the camera pile on. It's really not like that. Now, the good news is this. There is a camera positioned in the end zone really right in front of where... where, because uh, uh, McCuston caught that ball. But my point is, I, if I'm if I'm going to kind of guess, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and use my review right here because yeah. this would like like Josh was saying, this was really close. He was juggling it when he got close up. It's worth it's worth doing that. that I, I think that was worth the review, yeah. guys. The ruling stands. So now each team has got a pair of timeouts. I believe was that a timeout called there to review that, or is that? No, EPC only lost theirs with the right the yeah, challenge. So we're so this big two point conversion because our score is twenty to fourteen, which obviously you know one score game at this point. But if you don't get this, still trailing by six. So this one here would be a pivotal score if they're able to punch this thing in for two. Bigelow leads by six. EPC has got the two-point conversion. Argo rolls to his right, looking for a man, trying to find somebody, and it looks like it's going to be incomplete. McCuston had it for a second, caught it, then fell out of the end zone, and now he's down hurt. So we've got a flag down on the seven. We'll check the flags. We'll do a break here in one second, but we'll well, that might be a hold. That might be a hold on the edge. Nope. Legal formation. That point will be declined. So our score with 6.28 to go. In the fourth quarter, Bigelow 20, EPC 14. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. Midtown Plumbing services over 1 million square feet of commercial property in Little Rock. And they've also provided plumbing needs to thousands of residential clients all over central Arkansas. Along with residential and commercial plumbing, Midtown also provides water heater sales, sewer repair, remodeling services, and 24-hour emergency plumbing. Midtown Plumbing, just a phone call away. 501-426-5900. MidtownMechanicalServices.com. Arkansas Medical Staffing is celebrating 15 years of taking great care of Arkansas. They vowed to never send their nurses out of this great state so that their nursing team can be at home to do the things that matter most to them. And now they are increasing that nursing team. RNs, LPNs, and CNAs, full-time, part-time, or PRN assignments are available. They work off your availability. Arkansas needs you and Arkansas Medical Staffing needs you. Come join our incredible team at ArkansasMedicalStaffing.com. Coaches, Summerwood Sports in Bryant is ready to host your next basketball or volleyball tournament or practice session. Check out summerwoodsports.com to check availability and sign up today. Summerwood Sports is a brand new facility in Bryant that can accommodate any practice, training, or party setup. Check out summerwoodsports.com to check availability and sign up today. Set things up here once again. Josh Neighbors, Jim Withrow, Kyle Sutherland in the booth. Our fourth, fourth member of our crew, Caroline Derby, on the sidelines. 2A state championship game. Bigelow, 20. EPC, 14. 6.28 to go. EPC just scored a touchdown, did not get the two. It will kick off now to Bigelow with, once again, 6.28 to go. Guys, we've had a couple fun games here to start things off. Now they're state going championships. You know, you start the second half straight on side, they're going to do it again. They're, they're not making any bones about it here. They're going right at it. Onside kick. This one's going to be knocked around. It's loose, but it looks like Tipton fell on it. They got the initial bounce they wanted. We'll go down to we'll fast to Caroline. Caroline, the uh, the vibes down there must be fantastic. I mean, one score game with seven minutes left. Less than seven minutes to go. 
that's exactly right. You know, earlier I said that majority of Bigelow's fans are on their feet. Well, now all of East Poinsett County is on their feet right now as well. And it's definitely been something, you know, that onside kick. We're about to see kind of what happens there. But, goodness gracious, something to keep our eyes on in a good game. Fantastic game. Thanks, Caroline, for that Summerwood Sports sideline report. Bigelow has got the ball on their own 49-yard line. They have a six-point lead, 6.27 to go. They've got the full complement of timeouts as Newmeyer is in the shotgun. Nope, it's going to be so the wide receiver took that direct snap. They got D. Buchanan with that one. He's able to try and negotiate his way to the line of scrimmage again, but he's going to lose two yards. Tell you what, guys, EPC started to get in the backfield a bit more often. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what they did right there because they brought Tipton in. They, yeah. they took... They took Newmeyer out and brought Tipton in there at quarterback and ran. Looks like some zone option or something there. So I'm not. I'm, I don't. I don't know why he came out. I don't know if there was a helmet issue or what. Well, so they're going to bring Newmeyer back in. It's second down and twelve. We're under six to play, and so now behind the chains already at their own forty-seven. Tight formation here. Newmeyer back to pass. Looking, throws, he's got a man, it's Wilson. Wilson's across the 45, up to the 40, across the 35, all the way down to the 27-yard line of EPC. A massive pickup. And good job, good looks like, by Newmeyer. Looks like EPC was trying is trying to cover people individually. Yeah. Special, and, it, and they got confused right there. They, 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 they got in a bunch set to the left, Bigelow did, and EPC just did not get lined up. And a crossing route... They got hit big right there on that crossing route. Fresh set of downs for Bigelow. Wilson went out of bounds. Clock has stopped at 5.33 right now. Shotgun. Snap and handoff to... Looks like that was Alexander. He's going to take it for about four yards. APC... Defense we talked about have, has done really well overall. Just 45 yards rushing that they've held Bigelow to. They actually have more total yardage th- than Bigelow, That's which right. is pretty surprising at this point. And we've got two players down for EPC. See if we can get some numbers on this. And guys taking a break to get themselves. Well, no, I think it's just one play, one player down getting medical attention. We've got Black down. The defensive end for EPC is down, and then you've got, I think, that looks like real, real down as well. Maybe he's limping a cramps bit. or something. Yeah, it might be a cramp. Now, you play this much. Hey, it's only 60 degrees out there, nice day, right? But when you play this much, I mean, you know, it's, it doesn't take much in the fourth quarter to go down with a bit of a injury. Josh, another thing you pointed out earlier, just how big of a deficit there was in the average yards per play. That's been cut down drastically. Of course, Bigelow's still leading that with 6.1, but uh, what was it, 1.3 yards per play that EPC was? Yeah, to 10, and now they're at 4 yards. So they've they've narrowed that gap quite a bit. Yep, and you think about some of the areas, you know, that EPC has made a comeback, and they've been a less, less penalized team, which has been big, and the good news is defensive lineman is up for EPC. Thank you, right, Coach. That was 57, Eli Blagg, the sophomore who's getting helped off the field. So now it's second down and six from the EPC 24. Warriors have to get a stop here. Any kind of offensive score, whether it be field goal or touchdown, would make this a two-score game with under or around, you know, five minutes to play. Clock is now moving. And they can take this thing under five minutes for this next snap. We'll see if they do. Shotgun with a running back off to his left. It's Alexander. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Ten on the clock. And we just crossed the five-minute mark. They can really begin to milk this thing down. And up, up the middle, Alexander's going to gain about two or three. So this will make a third and short situation. You know, they've brought, they, when they go short yards and they run their leads and things, they bring 30 in there. That uh, Nix, I believe is his name, young man's name, Braxton Nix, and he's done a good job inside there. 
opening up some holes. I, th- I think that's about all we're going to get right here. Is they're just going to try to grind this thing down. So they're going to send Gaines onto. Excuse me. They're going to send Dunlop onto the field, and we're going to see Alexander take the snap once again. Strong formation here. Alexander in the gun. He's going to go left side. It's their power play. He's going to keep rolling forward. He's got the first down and more up to the ten yard line, all the way down to the seven yard line of EPC and a massive fist bump from Alexander but that's been a money play for them they ran it on fourth down earlier they went back to it right there grown man running by the UCA baseball signee yep again they've got the H back in there they've got the big tail back in there behind them and they they, guys they put them on their heels right there just rolled right through them that's just a little bit more tank late in the game there for Bigelow I, I don't think there's any question let's do it again why not? I'm going to just go ahead and, and do it again. Newmeyer is still on the bench, and do you understand why? Same play once again. They've got him now stacked up at the seven-yard line, and so that play goes nowhere. Coach, they pretty much just put that same formation. They stacked up that left side to what they had done to convert a third down, a little bit, third yeah. or fourth down, a little earlier. But they're they're going to take this clock under three minutes now. Newmeyer stays oh. on the bench at least for the time being. Wonder if they have a counter off this play. Hands on his knees. Right now is Alexander. They are working right to left across the radio. And now EPC takes a timeout, and you might as well, right? No first down can be gained at this point in time, so you could actually save some time with 3.23 to go. But you all know that today's game is brought to you by Summit Utilities. Summit Utilities is more than just your gas bill. They're your neighbors and can help you like a neighbor. Summit can set you up on a payment plan that works for your monthly budget. Summit can help you process rebates to save money on a new water heater. Summit is there to help you with any and all account-related questions. Visit summitutilities.com for more information. Also want to thank Alliance Electrical. If you're in need of an electrician, call Jason Elliott with the Alliance Electrical today at 501-249-1415. Alliance Electrical Services, all residential uh, and commercial properties, no matter how big or small the job, call Alliance Electrical today at 501-249-1415. So, guys, it is 3.23 left to go here in the 2A state championship game. 20-14 to 14 is our score. Bigelow leads EPC. Bigelow's got the ball on the seven-yard line of EPC, a chance to score here, ice this game. But they're going to need some kind of score to ice it right here at second down. And seven, they've got a goal-to-go situation. You can put it out of reach, any kind of score. They bring the two big ones back in. The two power backs have come back in. Actually, the two extra linemen is what they are. Uh, 58 and 50, this two extra linemen. Alexander's got it in the shotgun. He goes right side now. Tries to follow Dunlap towards the goal line. They've got him inside the five at the four-yard line. And let's see if EPC uses a final timeout. They do. So with 3.11 left to go, they'll take the timeout, third and four, from that four-yard line. Now, guys, big question here is we've seen we've seen Bigelow make field goal or make extra points already in this game. If you don't get it and you keep it in the middle of the field, do you kick it? Or do you go for it again? I think you definitely can. That's his next point. Because if you get the field goal, that's it. Yeah, it's going to be hard be, to get two scores. For sure. Be conservative on that. And, and I'll be honest with you, I, I think, Dad, to your point, Josh, I think that's what they've been trying to do right here. Because everything they've done has been to the middle safe, end. and it's been to the middle. And probably asking him, you know, where do you want it? And, uh, and that, that's where it is. Shadows beginning to come down here across War Memorial Stadium. We started off at noon, but it being in the month of December, things get a bit darker, a bit faster. So the stadium shadows starting to come over from the west side of the stadium. We're facing towards UAMS and downtown Little Rock on our side. That's where the shadows are coming from. The two extra linemen they brought in the game, we didn't get. I didn't get a chance to tell. That's Dawson McCollum and uh, Silas Schichtel, I believe. Both those guys have done a good job. Uh, when they've gone, I think short yards are perfect, aren't they? Thanks. So I believe that. Yeah. So we've got Alexander in the gun. Dunlops to the right of him. Movement there. He's going to the right side. He's got the edge. Can he get in? He does. Touchdown, Bigelow. And that could be the icing on the cake of a state championship as Alexander finds Pater and makes it a two-score lead. 
Biggest extra point of the game easily here. And a couple players waving goodbye from the Bigelow side towards the EPC side. Better be careful on that. Might net you a penalty. 26-14 hour score right now. That is the second rushing touchdown. Excuse me, first rushing touchdown of the day. Alexander has had a workmanlike effort. It looks like a Bigelow's going to take a timeout right here. Yeah, Bigelow's going to take timeout. Any reason for that? Maybe going for two. Yep, trying to figure out what the play is, make it a... May, may go for two here. A pair of touchdowns. Go down to Caroline. Caroline, can they start to sense it over there on that Bigelow sideline? They sure can. As I was watching players come back over here, they're just hugging each other. They're screaming. They're shouting. The fans are all on their feet. Some people are just shaking their heads in disbelief, maybe, that maybe this is, you know, a long time coming for them. They've tried to make long runs in the playoffs in the previous years, but come up short several times. First state championship game, obviously a very memorable day for them. Thanks, Caroline. Yep, on the brink of a 14-0 season. And tough to imagine when Coach Starks takes over, you know, 0-10 the first season for him and it's been a whole lot of winning ever since. I mean, you, you look at his record overall. I think he's got 15 losses there overall, 45 and 15. But since 2020, only five right. losses for Bigelow. Ten of those were in that first season, nine or ten, whatever it was. And that's the thing with Starks as well. With Luke, he was a, a really good player for Bigelow, and they made had some really good teams there and went on to play at Arkansas Tech. So, as Caroline said, Josh, you mentioned this team, it, they, they didn't have any kind of down history necessarily as far as they had some successful runs, but definitely new for them in the state championship. And this shotgun, it's Newmeyer. He's going to roll to his right, looking. He's got a man, tosses it, two-point conversion. That was easy money. D. Buchanan on the other end. They just had him on the end of the line. Well, they had, they had a tight, tight bunch set to the right. It was really tight, and they kind of picked everybody off, and then the, it was the tailback that came out in the flats. And he nice little toss to him to get the two-point conversion. Out of the backfield and into the end zone for D. Buchanan. It's now 28-14. to 14. And so, funny enough, you know, it's 28-14, but our total yards in this game is actually basically dead even, 270, 267 to 266. But it's been Bigelow getting the pair of scores they needed, one in each quarter, to put this game away and stem any kind of tied, you know, any kind of comeback that was being mounted by EPC. But great fight from EPC. And look, we still got 307 left to go. Stranger things have happened. So Bigelow now is going to kick off right to left. Well, if you've got anything trick play in your special teams, you're going to use it right here. If you've got a reverse or anything like that, you're probably going to try to use that. Same when you get the ball back. If you got any kind of a trick, reverse, reverse pass, anything like that, you're probably going to see it. Time to empty the clip, as they say, with 3.07 to go. And this one's received at the 14-yard line, and he's dragged down, so it's going to be a long way to go to the end zone. They've got 87 yards to go, EPC does. The negative thing about EPC, can't really play to your strengths here. Being Now, I know Dennis Gaines, you know, for the most part, they actually done a really good job, Bigelow has, of really slowing him down. But that's the thing is you're pretty much just forced to pass from here on out. And what Ron Bidet is see, Cooper Argo, he is 15 of 24. And after us on the buzz, you'll be able to catch out of bounds as Argo throws to McCuston, he's got it left side. He's going to take his way, make his way, I should say, up to the 29-yard line and out of bounds. Tipton was in coverage. I think I think you just keep doing that. You just keep feeding him and seeing if he can make one play again. You got to make one play to get you back in this game, and and that's the guy that can make it. So 2:55 to go. Argos to give it off to Gaines. Gaines is met now at the 30. Three-yard line. You know, I think that's been the big difference here. Is, is Gaines is not they have not let him get loose. Absolutely, no, that's exactly it. I think this actually might be the first game of the year he's been held under a hundred. Last, the best uh, play for him was a receiving play. Right. They've got McCuston 
Left side, it's going to be intercepted. It's going to be picked off by Martel Macon. He's working back. He fumbles it, though. And he's going to fumble that down to James Dunlop, who picks it up. And that should do it. Martel Macon with the icing on the cake. That ball was underthrown to McCuston. And that should do things for the Bigelow Panthers who can feel it before, but it's right within their grasp now. Guys, I'm going to have to do some research this week and just kind of go through as much as I can find just previous classes that have been as successful. And we talked about at this 2024 class for Bigelow, about to win, what is it, their third state championship in the last over calendar year, basically, in, in their third different sport. Collected in basketball, collected in golf, some of these members did. Runners up in baseball and now football. It's going to be the Bigelow Panthers. Timeout is taken by Bigelow. And I think I want to get some some guys in there. See what they do. But 2014 hour score as Bigelow and EPC 307 left to play. Guys, it's going to be a perfect 14-0 season for Luke Starks. Disappointment for East Poinsett, but a 12-2 year for them. Really strong. and I mean, they're, you know, maybe outclassed a bit up front, but still, they pulled out all the stops and made this thing a game when it felt like Bigelow had multiple opportunities to pull away. Well, you know, we talked about EPC is by far the younger team here. Yeah. I mean, I, they've got a chance to come back and have yeah. a great year next year as well. Uh, Bigelow, this is kind of their moment right here, and, and boy, they... They've, they've shown out for the last three months, 14, 14 in a row. you, yeah. you got to love that. And really established themselves as a 2A power over the past, was it three or four years, they finished with three undefeated regular seasons. And now got the icing on the cake, or pretty soon here. We've got 43, uh, excuse me, 43 yard line is where Bigelow currently has it, and they should be able to take some knees and get this thing home. Newmeyer's got it. His knee touches the ground. And so now the clock will start. So we're at 2.10 and counting. Two really exciting games so far. Eight-man last night. Rector, the eight-man state champions, after a 16-point rally, a 22-16 win in overtime. And here, in a one-score game in the fourth quarter, Bigelow needed a scoring drive to ice it. They got it. Alexander found the end zone. And not an unbelievable numbers day for him, but he is a big-time player. Got some massive uh, fourth down conversion earlier on in the game, and also, too, he got a conversion on the left side, that final drive, and also scored the go-ahead or the kind of the icing touchdown. Looks like they can take this way down here, can't they? Yep. yep. Almost to the very end. And that is, I mean, the, the contingent that's traveled for Bigelow, it's really impressive to see that many people on that side of the field, man. I mean, you see, you'll see some college games where certain crowds don't even have that many folks. So, Bigelow, they've been celebrating a lot recently, Kyle, and they'll get to do it once again today. That's right. We've got one minute left on the clock, and they should be able to take this thing down to about, I guess, 20 seconds with the fourth down play, maybe even less than that. He's got 36 and counting, 51 on the game clock. First, uh, second of five, I should say, on this weekend. Tonight, it'll be Greenwood. Run up against Little Rock Christian. Tomorrow, we've got the 5A and the 7A. And so, uh, guys, really good start to the weekend. And That's right. I will tag out, and they'll put my butt back on the sidelines where I belong. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to give a shout-out to Caroline and her th- butt yes. debut. Did an oh, exceptional yeah. job. I will tell you, Caroline, make sure you look out for the ice bath. Oh, goodness. Okay. That's right. <laughs> oh, I never had to deal with that. Oh, goodness. Now you got me a little scared, but excited. <laughs> yeah, it was really warm down there until somebody started talking ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have time out. There are 14 seconds left to go. Caroline will catch up with Luke Starks, obviously, to, uh, you know, let her make her way to Coach Starks. Uh, be mobbed after this game is over. They can taste it now. 14 seconds left to go. Bigelow. 14 seconds away from a perfect season. 14-26 coming up here, but it won't really matter too much. Guys, had to name a player of the game. Who would it be for you, Kyle? Hmm. 
Well, he got so the touchdowns. And Newmeyer has thrown three touchdowns. Newmeyer, you definitely have to look at him. Let's look at let's look at some defensive numbers. You got Alexander is the seventy carries for sixty seven in the score. And he's got fourteen he leads with thirteen tackles, yeah. Dunlap with thirteen tackles. You got a couple guys with interceptions. Who man. It kinda tells you who they are. Yeah. They've yeah. got they've got you know, that senior class, even some of the younger ones. Man, they just—they've got a lot of solid football players. And Carolina avoided the ice bath because it, it came—it came at this point, uh, 14 seconds early. So uh, she will be interviewing a Gatorade-soaked coach, Luke Starks, after the game. Newmeyer's got it. Versus back. Oh yeah, Newmeyer still got it. He's gonna punt it away. This one's gonna roll down to the 25. Argo's gonna carry it across the 30 up at the. We'll see what yard line they put him at. Six seconds left to go. Thank you all out there for listening to this presentation of high school state championships. We'll take a break. A couple breaks here coming up. And then we'll wrap up and once again send it to Joe Franklin, who's got out of bounds for you. Randy Rainwater obviously will have some thoughts. On these contests, he always does. Yeah, Randy and uh, Kevin Bohannon, who you heard on the side of the halftime show, they'll be doing drive time sports from down here at Memorial Stadium. Uh, very exciting. Always nice to see Double R. Final play of the game, it should be the final play of the game. Argo has got it. Shotgun formation, two to his left, two to his right. He's going to roll. He'll throw it over to Gaines. Gaines has it in space. Three seconds, two seconds, the clock hits one. Gaines still fighting for yardage. A lateral play to real and he's driven down the Bigelow Panthers are your 2A state champions in 2023 final score is Bigelow 28 14 for EPC and get Caroline's I see Caroline now we'll, we'll, we'll wait for her don't worry to get, catch up I saw, starts. saw a lot of these Bigelow guys they went right over to Dennis Gaines and I imagine just congratulate him on an exceptional career again Dennis Gaines had over 6,000 yards one of the most decorated players in state history Coach final thoughts on this game well, uh, just uh, it, you know Bigelow is what you want to see in a high school football team they, they're born and raised there they're uh, they're well coached. They've been developed. Everything. I mean, when you talk about high school sports, everybody wants to talk about transfers and all this other garbage. That that that's what a high school football program should look like, right there. Caroline's be much more polite than I usually am on the sidelines. I'll tell you what, I've, I've knocked people over to get to coach. <laughs> She's got the issue now, though, of, of coaches on the opposite side of the player line, yeah. which she has to wait. We're doing play-by-play play now of Caroline trying to get it. But, yeah, I mean, Coach Luke Starks, this is the culmination, guys. Culmination of a turnaround. I mean, to, to reach this point, it must be so satisfying for Coach. And he took over for his father, who did a great job at Bigelow, and then again played for him. And then to be able to do this as the head coach, I can't even imagine what he's feeling right now. And obviously the other side of things, you know, heartbreak for EPC, but... Strong season. They were competitive in, a, in the big, obviously biggest game, biggest stage. They never backed down. They kept fighting too. Competitive in probably the toughest conference in class two A. Yeah, for sure, for sure. As they are the. Hey, coach, you got a second? Hey guys. Go ahead, coach. This is your first time in the state championship, winning the ball game. Talk to me about that. Oh, oh, coach is uh, <laughs> coach is uh, doing a lot of things right now, but obviously celebrating his win. We'll get with him in a second. All right, sounds good. So we will. We'll step aside. We'll come back here and try to collect Coach Starks. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Street Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. Calling all coaches. Summerwood Sports in Bryant. It's your go-to destination for basketball and volleyball tournaments, practices, and more. Conveniently located off Interstate 30, it's the premier sports complex in central Arkansas. With up to four courts and two gyms, Summerwood Sports is perfect for training sessions, team practices, and even epic birthday parties. Check availability and learn more at summerwoodsports.com. Elevate your game at Summerwood Sports. At Summit Utilities, we're more than just your gas bill. We're also your neighbors, and we're here to help, just like your neighbors do. Account-related questions, aid in setting up a payment plan, or assistance with rebate processing to help you save money on a new water heater. We've got you. At Summit, we're the keepers of the flame, making sure you have hot meals, warm baths, and a cozy home, providing you with energy that's there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities. Comfort delivered. 
Going to college doesn't have to be overwhelming. At ASU Three Rivers in Malvern, they understand that you have a life outside of school. With small class sizes and online options, ASU Three Rivers provides flexibility and personalized education right at your fingertips. They have an eSports team and Eagles baseball and Eagles softball are rolling out this fall. Apply online at asutr.edu. Your future self will thank you. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Matt Steele in Bryant, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Justin Stewart in Malvern today. You're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Birch Tree Communities and the Buzz Radio Network. I want to thank Jim Withrow for his contributions, but Jim, Jim's a hardworking man. He's got, he he's got young men to coach up. Yep. Uh, he said, "He said, hey, when you don't end up here, that's what you got to do. You got to go coach them up. We got off season. That's right. You know, we've had a, this is a lot of fun, and this is obviously part of my work. But I'm actually about that to go do my day job between games. Uh, I got to go do some writing. So a lot of us pulling double duty here, but it is a blast. Uh, we're waiting for Caroline Derby to be able to connect with Coach Luke Starks. Obviously, there's the ceremony taking place on the field right now." And we're looking at some of these final numbers and wait for Caroline to get a hold of the coach. 28-14, your final score as Bigelow takes out EPC in the championship game. 19-11 to in terms of first downs. EPC actually ends up getting the advantage there. And rushing yards, it was 114-57 to in favor of EPC. Passing yards went the way of Bigelow. Newmeyer throws for 194 yards on the day to 184 from EPC. Total offense, it was 298 to 251 in favor of EPC. One fumble, it was returned by Bigelow in this game. Also two interceptions. Uh, Bigelow was able to pick off two passes, which you know the turnover category was obviously pretty big. Six penalties for 60 yards on the Bigelow side of things. Two for 12 yards on the side of EPC. Time of possession did favor the Warriors, 26-53 to 21-07. On third down, 4 of 12 for Bigelow, 3 of 12 for EPC. And two big fourth down conversions too, Kyle. Two for two today for, for Bigelow was big, and two for five for EPC the other way. Yeah, absolutely. It was just really comes down to you look at the box score, and you're just kind of like, okay, how is this two-touchdown game? You look at a lot of the box score, at least, just some of it. And then it just goes really back to, you think about uh, Rhett Newmeyer had a really good game. Of course, those three touchdowns. That first one, Josh, with that underneath route, really yeah. was what did the trick. And it just kind of got the momentum going. Speaking of quarterback play, Kyle, we're going to see some pretty good quarterback play tonight, aren't we? I'd say so. You know, Kevin and I were talking about on, on the halftime show that probably the last time that you got to go back in history was 2006 between Pulaski Academy and Greenwood. Tyler Wilson, I think, was committed to Tulsa at the time, but then went to Arkansas. And then also, too, Stephen Lux was at Texas Tech. See, I think we're about to get Caroline in just a second. She's right after the TV. But, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I love the fact that coaches just let those boys rip, too. We saw That's the right. first round of that thing. And they don't pull any punch. They do all, all kind of route combinations. They don't care about where the where the, coach, you know, the receivers are on the field. They go for all of it. Yep. And Rhett, Rhett Newmeyer was named the most valuable player. All right. Rhett Newmeyer, the most valuable player here on the weekend uh, in this game. 12 for 21, 194. Three scores and an INT for him on the day. Didn't run the football, but did not need to. Well, Coach is a popular man, right? Looks like he's waiting to get the TV interview. So we'll get TV, then we'll hit the radio portion of this. So many duties here at the state championship <laughs> game. Actually, it looks like... Caroline, have you got... Hey, if you're ready for him, go ahead. Yeah. Hey. Caroline, you're Oh, my goodness. Great game. First time to state championship. Talk to me about this feeling right now. Oh, it's great. It's great. This, um, I cannot be more thankful for this community. I mean, all the fans that came out here, I mean, the cheerleaders, everybody that believed in us just to come out here and win this. Uh, we were talking earlier. It seems like the entire town of Bigelow is here oh, to yeah. support all of you. What do you say to your fan base? What do you say to your fellow teammates right uh, now? I mean, this this fan base is just unbelievable. They've been there every game, every game. We, we I mean, I just I just so thankful for them and 
and for them rooting for us to, to keep winning. Hey, congratulations. Thanks Thank so much. Great Thank game. <laughs> that was Brett Newmeyer, the player of the game, the quarterback for the Bigelow Panthers, waiting on Coach Luke Starks to do the old handoff maneuver. It's much easier when we're at the basketball court. <laughs> oh, yeah. To us. yeah. We've, got, we've got Caroline having to do the, 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 track down, the, uh, the track down maneuver there, and uh, not one Bigelow fan has left at this point in time. Still a, a full house. I don't think that they're going to stop celebrating for a while, but certainly it's going to be a party this weekend. It's not, they can get back up there pretty quick and start partying. I mean, that's, that's not well, a very long I say that, but then again, they're going to have to get, get over this. You'll celebrate this weekend, and these boys are going to try to go back-to-back in basketball. I'm sure, you know, Coach would not appreciate them coming out flat in no. the next basketball games. Coach hey, Luke Coach. Stark's going to join Caroline right now. Yeah, Coach, first time to the state championship. You're an alum. Talk to me about this feeling right now. Oh uh, Yeah, it's great. I was just telling them over there, I mean, um, first time for football to be here, uh, you know, and it's uh, – just a real feeling, and, and we're very appreciative for the turnout and the crowd that we have. I mean, this place is just swarmed right now, and it, it's awesome. At halftime, y'all went into the locker room. You said you just got to settle down. Obviously, a lot of excitement in the air. What are, what, how proud of you are of these players? Yeah, I was a little um, probably rude at halftime. I apologize for that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, going in, we talked about some things and just, you know, try to stay and continue to do what we were doing defensively, minus that, you know, busted little drive there and um, and kind of get the run game going a little bit in the second half. I think we did that and, um, you know, very pleased with the outcome, obviously. The entire town of Bigelow seems like here. I was just talking to Brett about that. What do you say to the fan base here? Oh, it's great. I mean, uh, thank you. Obviously, I mean, the kids loved it. It made a huge difference, um, you know, with, with, with the environment behind you, the loudness and everything, and um, we really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. We appreciate that. Man, she got an apology, too, out of my neck, <laughs> All right, we'll step aside here. Uh, you're listening to the 2023 State Football Finals presented by Bird Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. We'll be right back. We're all getting ready for that big game this Friday night. Clothes are laid out, cars are decorated, and the menu is picked. Your hometown teams have prepared, practiced, and are now ready to put their best on display for you. I'm Renata Jenkins-Byler with Roller Funeral Homes. When you choose the Roller Funeral Home in your hometown, you can be assured, like your team, we will be ready to put our best on display for you. Roller Funeral Homes is a proud supporter of Arkansas High School Athletics. Birch Tree Communities, providing care for individuals living with severe mental illness in their own supervised home environment. Their staff serves as a guide to members on their journey to independence in the community. If you have a client, friend, or loved one diagnosed with schizophrenia, schizoaffective or bipolar disorder, and are in need of assisted residential care, please contact Birch Tree Communities Admissions Department or online at birchtree.org. Birch Tree Communities, a place called home. Finishing up things here at the 2A State Championship at War Memorial Stadium. Bigelow 28-14 to over East Poinsett County. I'm Kyle Sutherland, and Kevin Bohannon joins us here as we close things out. Josh had to step aside. Thank you so much. Yeah, everyone who listened in will definitely be back. Josh mentioned that we've got the uh, great matchup tonight, the 6A game, so we'll definitely be back for that between Little Rock Christian and Greenwood. But, Kevin, just... Looking at, listening to Rhett, listening to Luke Starks, you know, two homegrown guys from Bigelow. Of course, Luke Starks, as I mentioned, played for his dad here. Rhett plays for baseball and basketball for his father, Craig. Just two guys who really just symbolize Bigelow. And you saw this town. They're finally just now getting to clear out. They've been celebrating with these guys the whole time. Yeah, we mentioned that the whole town of Bigelow was actually here tonight. You know, the great school, small school in Faulkner County. And I know they, they've lost some guys. Bo Billick went to Conway to play baseball this spring. But this senior class, we, we talked about it on the broadcast, won the golf title, won basketball this past year. They finished runner-up in baseball in 2022. So a third state title in, in three out of four sports. Yeah. And Coach Newmeyer, we're talking about getting them guys ready for basketball. Newmeyer and Carter Alexander also play basketball. So I bet they get a little reprieve and then they'll get on the hardwood next week. I think, what was it? There was probably just about the whole starting basketball. Like we, talk, we called Bennett Wilson's name a couple times. He was the MVP of the yeah. 2A state tournament last year. As you said, Tipton played, I believe. But, yeah. I think Brant Tipton is one of their stars. It's just crazy how, and, and you see that a lot, especially in small towns. I mean, EPC, you've got, so now I know it's a different sport, you know, got girls playing, but softball with what they did there, of course, uh, with, with Coach Powell, but 
I don't know, man. I just don't know that we have, we've seen quite a run like Bigelow has done, like all that you just mentioned and what we've talked about. So, yeah, and for them to continue on and on, and I know it took a little bit out of their baseball season this past year, knowing Coach Newmeyer and talking to him that their basketball ran late up into March. They won the state title. They didn't come out in baseball like they had. Still won a con- still finished second for a conference title and got to a state tournament. So these guys will get refreshed, but that's all they've known their past 10, 12 years is playing all three sports and doing it for their community. One last final time, 28-14, to 14, Bigelow over East Poinsett County as we finish up the 2A state championship from War Memorial Stadium. Tune in at 6 o'clock that we will be back on the air for the 6A state championship. You have been listening to the 2023 high school football state championships presented by Birch Street Communities on the Buzz Radio Network. Studios, this is Out of Bounds. You know, I want to win. I came back here to, to support Coach Pittman in winning. I, I appreciate him a lot when he did uh, send that message that uh, this is Coach Pittman, I'd like to talk to you. The hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, ah, that's going to happen? Really? Uh, and then and then we talked for a short amount of time, and he said that he had an interest, and, and we set a time to talk. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome into an abbreviated Out of Bounds here on 1037 The Buzz. Todd Pierce here in the Hogs Meat Market Studio. A beautiful day in central Arkansas and across the state, as always, and we appreciate you being with us this afternoon. You just heard the Class 2A state final between Bigelow and East Poinsett County. Bigelow coming away with the 28-14 to win. We've got uh, Little Rock Christian and Greenwood coming up later this evening in the Class 6A final. Pre-game for that will start at uh, 6.45 this evening. You'll hear R.J. Hawk and Wes Moore, I believe, on the call for that one. So we are looking forward to that. And then you've got two high school games tomorrow, Class 7A between Fayetteville and uh, Bentonville. And then you have uh, Little Rock Parkview and Shiloh Christian in the Class 5A game coming up uh, tomorrow evening. So a full uh, evening tonight and a full day tomorrow of high school basketball coming up. We will have one hour of Out of Bounds coming up for you after this break. Joe Franklin is here. So is Reggie Swinton. We'll have our picks for the weekend. We'll try to knock out everything you're always accustomed to here on Out of Bounds. But we only get an hour to do it, so be sure you stay tuned. We've got Out of Bounds coming up. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Bruce James every Tuesday morning this fall on Morning Mayhem. Bruce will break down each game, the opponent and the Razorback program, the only way he knows how, and that's with no punches pulled. Bruce James with David, Roger, and Justin on Morning Mayhem, presented by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, your home for all commercial truck service and repair. Family owned and operated, keeping your fleet vehicles out of the shop and on the road. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.